Hello, my brethren of losers, and welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Matt. And I am Nick. Here to give you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. And today we are traveling under the sea to visit a very special pineapple. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Matt? Aye, aye, Captain. We are talking about SpongeBob SquarePants, the legendary Nickelodeon show. No, the legendary cartoon. It's probably one of the best-rated cartoons, best-known cartoons of all time, not only on Nickelodeon, and one that we, the three of us, and Keith as well, shout-out to Keith, I think we can all say we absolutely love. Oh, I 100% agree with you, Matt. I freaking love SpongeBob. Uh, there's a good chance that if you're listening to this, you probably love SpongeBob or at least have seen it to some extent and enjoyed it. Because, I mean, what's not to love, right? It's hard to believe that it's been on the air for 21 years. Jeez, yeah, that makes me feel so old. <laughs> when did the show come out? 1999? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I feel old. I was born before the show. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> By one year, guys. That's, still, that's still. <laughs> Yeah, so but I I'm I'm very lucky that I grew up. Do you know I actually have off the top of my head at least three or four, maybe even five friends who either weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob or just never watched it while they were growing up. Why weren't they allowed to watch it? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it, their parents were like, "Nah." It's like I think it, it's because one of those rumors that's like, "Oh, if you watch like cartoons, it like stunts your brain or whatever." I mean, then again, <laughs> I did watch SpongeBob, and look how I turned out. So maybe there is something to that theory. What are you talking about, Matt? You turned out great. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think we're going to start off this episode by asking our first exposure to SpongeBob. Like, maybe what was the first episode you saw and what kept us invested with that show? You're asking me to remember an old memory. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I don't even know if I remember that. I feel like the first episode I've ever can remember watching, like in the earlier days, was Wormy in season two. That is a terrifying episode to be your first. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. The various close-up shots of insects <laughs> in your face. Okay, to be fair, uh, that's the only traumatizing part of that episode. True. The rest, I think, is actually pretty solid. No, it's a great episode. I thought it was kind of precious how SpongeBob and Patrick formed a special bond with Wormy, even though he has no expression on his face. It's just the little <laughs> things that count. One of the memories that I have... Because I don't know why, but I took a photo on my aunt's uh, digital camera, I guess they were, of the TV when they were doing the uh, sleepover nights with the uh, marshmallows. <laughs> have fun inside. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, have fun inside? <laughs> yeah, just have fun inside. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so happy because like, that show was impacted my childhood, and then I got to meet him. A few years ago at Comic Con. Oh my god. Got his autograph and everything. Oh, he is he's amazing. Yes, and that was the best birthday present ever, by the way, Nick. Nick got me an autographed picture of SpongeBob for my birthday, which still is in my room. I need to like get a gilded frame for it or something. Shout out to Tom Kenny, by the way. If you're listening to this podcast, we love you. You do an excellent job voicing SpongeBob. And all the other things you do too. You you're you're all over the place, man. We love you. The dude's in like every freaking cartoon. It's insane. Yeah, I just I'm looking up what he's done. I forgot. I forgot he's in Adventure Time. Yes, he's uh he's the Ice King. Yeah, he's yeah. the Ice King. Wow, he, he's Eduardo. Yeah, I was gonna say Eduardo. Oh, he was in Camp Lazlo. That was my favorite show. 
I'm going to go over, I think, one day my my I'm going to re- reassess my top 10 favorite cartoons of the 2010s. Maybe do a top 10 cartoons of the 2000s and then just see how many of those shows Tom Kenny was in. I feel like it's well over 50 <laughs> percent. He's dead dudes everywhere, man. He was in my gym partners. Among oh, he was the monkey. Yeah. He was he was yeah, the gym God, partner. What what <laughs> this guy's in everything. Funny story, I remember when in 2011 when that Winnie the Pooh movie came out, uh he played Rabbit. And I remember being in the audience and my brother was like, I think that's that's SpongeBob playing Rabbit. And stupid me, I'm like, no way. There's no way that's SpongeBob. There's no way they were able to get SpongeBob. <laughs> they were already able they were able to get Tom Kenny. He's like a billionaire, probably. He just does SpongeBob. There's no way they could get him. It has to be some other guy. But <laughs> shout out to Tom Kenny again. And I'm going to go off the track again for one quick question. Yeah. Who impacted you more, Butch Hartman or Kenny? Kenny. I actually hated Fairly Odd Parents growing up. <laughs> yeah. I liked it when I first watched it. And then, like, a year later, I was like, I hate this show. It's horrible. And I never really watched it again. <laughs> I'm sure it's a great show. It's a classic, but no, it's all 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 SpongeBob for me, man. All Tom Kenny. Okay. I'm in the same boat. SpongeBob okay. left more of an impact on me, but I still enjoyed the Fairly Odd Parents, at least to the point where it was now on life support. <laughs> and it doesn't help that the show ended on such a like a dull and generic note. Like you know, there wasn't even something special. It just ended right the hell out of nowhere. <laughs> SpongeBob, on the other hand is still airing to this day which is still astonishing to me so it's hard to tell what could be the finale to this series yeah i wonder how that's gonna oh, end that's, yeah how do you even end this uh, like spongebob i mean aside from in with the movie in 2004 like it was originally intended now how do you end spongebob i guess he could get his license um sandy could be recognized as a genius scientist spongebob can wind up owning the Krusty crab yes Squidward becomes a famous musician. And Patrick proves to the scientific community that mayonnaise is an instrument. <laughs> exactly. And now I would like to ask Eric, what was your favorite and like first memory episode kind of deal? Uh, well, I definitely remember watching something from season one. Squidward made them fight, and you know, <laughs> and you know, they broke up their friendship, and they kept on wanting to hang out with Squidward. So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so after seeing that episode, I was like. Holy shit, I want to watch more of this. But definitely my favorite part in that episode was like, uh, <laughs> Squibber was going to play something in E minor, and Patrick immediately fell asleep. All right, E minor! Yeah! <laughs> Squibber tried to throw him out, but he threw out his back. I got you, Squibber! No, no, no! Wait, they start fumbling with his keys, so now I'm sprinting at him. Okay, I gotta say that the fact that we've gone over like three or four episodes of SpongeBob and I found a quote every single time, <laughs> I I've never seen any work of media, Marvel, Star Wars. That's just me, at least. I've never seen anything half as quotable as SpongeBob. Like I feel like there is a line for every single episode, at least one, n- multiple lines usually. Yeah, going back to that episode. You know that scene where like SpongeBob was drawing like all the smiley faces on his fingers? Yeah. That the gang's all here. That is an accurate representation to how early COVID happened. <laughs> Penny chip and used napkin. <laughs> Indoors. <laughs> Indoors. I really enjoyed the first season of SpongeBob. I think it was a solid introduction. But I can honestly say that season two 
and season three were like SpongeBob at its prime. Yeah. Those seasons before the first movie, hands down, those are the best seasons. That's not to say that the modern episodes aren't as good, but I just feel like the older ones, they're just so much more impactful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would I would throw personally the fourth season in there too. I don't know. I I would I here's how I would say it. Season one and then it goes up to season two and three and then it goes back down to four, but that's all still good. And then you start really just <laughs> plummeting after that. But you know. I still remember a couple of great episodes from season four, like Krusty Towers. Oh yes, Krusty Towers. Uh I always thought when I was a kid that the episode where they have to steal what is it, Squidward's mattress? They have to go like go to the junkyard and steal it or something. Oh, that's um Mr. Krusty Mattress. He has all the money. They have to go to the junkyard and steal it. I always thought that that was an episode of season three when I was growing up, and it surprised that and fear of a Krabby Patty. I always thought those were early episodes, and they weren't. Oh, my money was in that mattress. Why haven't you ever? Coma. Haven't you ever heard of a bank? No. <laughs> <laughs> That just goes to show how cheap Mr. Krabs is. He would is. never, yeah. He doesn't trust anything as valuable as a bank. Well, then again, banks do get, have a tendency to get robbed, so I can understand his counter-argument. <laughs> but this is Mr. Krabs we're talking about. He's cheap regardless. <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. For me, I know the answer for myself. Which do you prefer? The 2004 movie, SpongeBob, or Sponge oh, Water? 2004. Is that even a question? 2004. Well, movie. I don't know. I, I don't know. Some they're both yeah, pretty that's good. Fair. I I can say that I haven't seen the 15 from start to finish. I've seen clips and I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never watched it all the way. But 2004. No, sorry no, to interrupt, no. I interrupt, Matt. 2004. I can watch on repeat over and over and never mm-hmm. get tired of it. And the game is a banger too. I have an episode about that coming sort of soon. That's going to be, I think, my next Renaissance, Matt. I'm going to go over the Spongebob video games, which is actually a perfect hook for this. <laughs> but yeah, that was a banger of a game. I will say this, though. The Spongebob movie 2015 is kind of messy plot-wise. But I do think it does some really cool stuff with the animation. So, you know, props to... Like, their CGI looks really nice. That So that that's kind of just my two-second review. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like all the CGI aspects... It was kind of false advertising when you think oh, yeah. about it because Absolutely. it made it look like it was going to be like, oh, half of the movie is going to be 2D or like maybe 25% of it, while the rest of it is going to be CGI in a realistic setting. But no, they saved all that shit for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a little false advertising. You know, there was some good humor off the top of my head. I, I liked when uh, when they, they summoned the Squidward dinosaur from back in time and he <laughs> and he's like chilling with them the whole movie. And I liked when they were all, they all had to go to the surface and then the Bikini Bottom residents are like, all right, well, all side characters come with me and then everyone else turns around and it's just the main cast. Like, you know, it made me chuckle a few times, but it, it does, it does lack that charm, you know, in many ways. And you're right. It's, it's very much false. It was very falsely advertised. 2004 movie. I just felt like it hit the emotions much more because SpongeBob and Patrick were criticized for acting like kids. And, you know, they're trying to prove themselves. And that's pretty much how everybody's trying to be like these days. They try to prove themselves worthy and not let like, their stereotypes get the better of them or something like that or how society deems them based on their actions. Yeah, it, it was good. It was a good story. It was kind of like their first adventure out of out of Bikini Bottom. 
that honestly, Nick, don't get mad at me for saying this. Uh, I am I am hearkened back to uh, the Ed Ed Nettie movie, right? I personally think that's such a cool way to do movies for TV shows when you have them leave their town for the first time ever. Like that, I really liked when Ed Ed Nettie did that, and I really liked how SpongeBob did that. Like you're seeing what's outside of Bikini Bottom for the first time, right? And like Eric said, it kind of goes in tandem with SpongeBob and Patrick sort of trying to prove that they're not kids. Like they're going out into the world, you know, they're meeting, they rode the Hasselhoff and they got the crown back. I mean, putting all the moralities aside or like what made it so impactful, it's still a pretty freaking funny movie. Like all the quotes are so memorable. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. It, it's great. <laughs> $9 for this? I paid 10 <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Did they just like con Sandy? Because she's yes. a mammal? <laughs> yes, yes, they did. What? That's insane. Saying you're a kid is like saying I'm a kid. Here's your goober meal, sir. Do I'm supposed to get a toy with this? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, I thought you didn't have a driver's license. You don't need a license to drive a sandwich. <laughs> Out of the car, fellas. How many seconds was that? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> In your face! <laughs> <laughs> oh and that one moment where squibber tried to save the day oh yes that was amazing <laughs> you may have fooled everyone else in this backwash of a town but i listen to public radio <laughs> what does that mean it means you set the whole thing up <laughs> and like i said and actually like you said mac the david hasselhoff scene was hilarious i know yeah like he just he just shows up out of nowhere and he's just Helping these 2D sea creatures get back to her home. He treated it as if it wasn't a big yeah. deal. It literally took me until like two years ago to realize that that was a Baywatch reference. For those of you who don't know, David Hasselhoff played a lifeguard on a TV show called Baywatch in the 80s. So really random reference, and I totally never got it. But apparently that's what it was. That's what it meant. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, they just remade it, actually, like a, a year or two ago. Oh, yeah. The scene with the Cyclops. Remember that? Bigger boot. This bigger boot saved our lives. <laughs> yeah, but not gonna lie. That was pretty sad when SpongeBob and Patrick were dried up and then eventually the tears short-circuited. I hit be the tear <laughs> of a goofy goober. Shut up and look at the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a shame that those pirates only appeared in that one movie, yet they have no significance outside the first yeah, movie. Yeah, I would have appreciated if they did a bit with the pirates in the second movie. Yeah, that could have been a funny little running gag like they did in the first one well actually now that i think about it why wasn't patchy involved in the first That's a good movie? question i don't know patchy could have had a, a little role there they did stick him into the spongebob musical though on broadway right yeah on broadway. i, I really didn't like it. it really yeah. it was like, eh. i kind of went in expecting spongebob i kind of didn't ha- like want to change my mind that it wasn't yeah like yeah was, you know no i i feel that like, I, I expected a lot of references. Yeah. And, like, joking about it. I kind of expected the wrong thing and kind of got my let myself down instead of going with no expectations, <laughs> I guess. I mean, now that you think about it, it is kind of hard to replicate one of the most iconic cartoons in a Broadway yeah. setting. Yeah, definitely. I think they kind of tried to appeal SpongeBob fans and also just Broadway fans, like fans of normal theater shows, like, hey, come see this. And kind of tried to do the best of both worlds. I don't know. I felt like it worked, but it didn't work to its yeah. fullest potential. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I Actually, that's another episode I have in the works about Broadway. So 
Maybe you'll hear my thoughts on SpongeBob the Musical again. Um, <laughs> Damn, the foreshadowing is you. <laughs> yeah, I'm one. throwing a lot of hooks. I know. I should save all the Star Wars jokes from when we actually yeah, talk it's another about Star hook. Wars. <laughs> Don't sit on the hooks, boy. Oh, yeah. Classic <laughs> episode. You go up and up and up. Then you gently float down. <laughs> and do you know what happens when you don't float down? Gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> now, I forgot how the rest went, but I know it was like, you know, who put him in a can of tuna or smother him in mayonnaise or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Who was your favorite character in SpongeBob? That's a tough one, but Plankton. Really? I don't know, just something about his mannerisms and the way his he tries to constantly steal the Krabby Patty <laughs> formula. You can't help but laugh at all his failures. Yeah, is great. Like, like he's really pushing himself just to find out what the secret formula is. But you kind of want to see him keep on failing and failing. It's just what makes it yeah. so humorous. I, I'll admit, there were moments where I feel like Plankton should have won at some points. It is kind of generic at this point, like to see him fail yeah. all the time. But at the same time, I mostly love Plankton for his personality and like, you know, his endless <laughs> streaks. And I, I absolutely love Karen. Plankton tries to see himself as like the self-proclaimed genius, but we know the real brains of the operation is Karen. It doesn't help that Karen always recites like, you know, the perfect plan. And then Plankton just recites as if it was his own plan. Yep. Hands down, my favorite Plankton episode has got to be when he enters the alternate reality where he's the <laughs> owner of the Krusty Krab. Yeah. Bye everyone. I'll see you in therapy, bro. The scene where he like goes through the vortex, it made me laugh my ass off because he was like screaming and screaming. Then he stopped just to drink his soda, and then he resumes his screaming. <laughs> what other cartoon does that when a character is spinning through a vortex? What other cartoon does that? I must ask. Uh, I like when uh Mr. Krabs comes in that universe. He's like, good grief, he's <laughs> <laughs> this episode also had one of my favorite SpongeBob moments where he's like, oh, he just wants to know what his weekly performance review was. But when he told him, oh, it was just too much sauce, he had that stupid face and he was like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is funny? In a cosmic sort of way, yes. <laughs> well, Mr. Funny Man, is this how you what, think it's 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 an ordinary graphic? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Squidward! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, Nick, who is your favorite character? There's so many good characters, but I want to say Patrick. He's just such a lovable idiot that you can't go wrong with his pick. But then again, there's Squidward, which I relate to. I had the same journey as you did. Yeah, I used to character. love Patrick. Uh, he was always the funniest. Then I was like, nah, Squidward's the man. He's just, you know, poor Squidward, right? I can pick my favorite Squidward episode, and it's the one where he gives uh, the ownership of Krusty Krab to SpongeBob. That episode was you he finished those yeah, I hated how Squidward went psychotic like, at the end. And the, that's what I loved about it. At the end, he's like, yes, I finished <laughs> those errands. By far, for me, best Squidward episode, Band Geeks. Oh, that is, my, that is my so my many people's episode. just favorite episode period of SpongeBob. It's amazing. And it's not just because of Squidward. No, it's just such a good episode. It's a great episode. That they got every major and minor character together in and one they all setting out, yeah. just to help. A- uh, that and Pizza Delivery is another great Squidward <laughs> episode. He had a lot of good episodes. Squidward, they really just gave him the best. I love Pizza Delivery, how, how um he freaking stands up for SpongeBob at the end, like for the only time. Well, this one's on the house. You know, I think is an underrated Squidward episode, and this is yeah. coming from season four. I think. Good neighbors. Okay. Wow. 
trying to think of what that one is. Is that the one where he's I trying to move away and they have um, the person in the house, like appraising the house? Uh, Good Neighbors was about a SpongeBob and Patrick joined like a, actually they formed a Good Neighbors movement in uh, their neighborhood. And by neighbors, it was only just those two <laughs> plus Squidward. And they inaugurated Squidward as their president. But, you know, Squidward just wanted to have his Sunday of peace and relaxation. But SpongeBob Patrick tried to overcompensate by doing chores <laughs> for him. Then in that same episode, Squidward lost it. Like, he, he, he couldn't fucking stand them. To the point where he hired a security system to try to eradicate them. But, however, the security system malfunctioned. And it turned his house into, like, a robot or some shit like that. And it caused mayhem over <laughs> Bikini Bottom. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. Many people hate that episode because, like, you know, it was another quote-unquote Squidward torture episode. But I can't help, I I don't know, like, something about Squidward losing his cool that quickly and effectively. You you can't help but laugh. I was actually going to (laughs) say, I think my favorite character is not Patrick or Squidward, though. I'm going to say Mr. Krabs. I know it's kind of like a, no one says that. Everyone says Spongebob, Patrick, or Squidward. But Mr. Krabs is just so consistent, (laughs) you know, it's always just... This, you know what you're going to get with him, and it's always kind of just, like, always funny. Like, freaking he sells Spongebob's soul for, like, what is it, like, 30 cents or something? 52 <laughs> cents. And even Squidward's <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. He's he's awesome. This was a while ago. I don't know how true it was. But the official Spongebob Twitter posted out a tweet saying, when you realize you've never seen Spongebob's backyard, <laughs> someone commented, and you actually do mm-hmm. see their backyard when they're talking with bubbles. Yeah, and like, I you might want that. to delete this. Getting called yep. out by the fan base. Yeah, SpongeBob is such an interesting fan base. Apparently, from what I that. hear, I I have not seen SpongeBob in our new episode of SpongeBob probably in the better part of a decade, probably a little less than that. But I wonder what because uh, I what I heard, sorry, um, is that they actually got good again. Like I heard that after the the second movie the show kind of picked really? up again like the, the episode started getting all right uh and that's kind of interesting to me that, I, that's just what i heard so i wonder because i know they went through a really bad period where like right epi- after the first four seasons they just it just kind of sucked i'm in the same boat as you matt like i'm not up to date with all the current episodes but i heard they're bringing back you know some trends and characters that we haven't seen over yeah, a decade, bubble bass came back bubble the freaking uh the old what are they selling the little eel came back <laughs> They're bringing back a lot of old characters. Even Nosferatu. Really? Yeah, he did. Got the graveyard shift. That was one of my favorite episodes, too. The hash slinging, the, the, the trash bringing, the, the hash slinging. Yes, the hash slinging <laughs> slasher. Okay, okay, what were the three things? First, the lights, then the phone, and then the, <laughs> the walls. Ooh, <laughs> screen slime. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, they always do that. <laughs> that always kills me. You know what episodes I never see on <laughs> anymore? I never see the episode um where SpongeBob is jump jumping from dream to dream. That episode like disappeared. I never see it anywhere. And then I also never see the episode where uh Squidward, SpongeBob, and Mr. Krabs go like fishing and Mr. Krabs uses them as bait for the uh mm, yes. Oh, oh yes oyster or whatever. I fucking love that episode too. Yeah. Especially since it, it was yeah. all a big Jaws parody. <laughs> oh no, SpongeBob, quick, reel it in. Don't you hear the music? That's a four by four string orchestra in D minor. Stop playing! <laughs> it's funny, like, first Mr. Krabs, like, you know, he was against the music, but then he utilizes <laughs> yeah. it to his advantage. Mr. Krabs, 
I worked with SpongeBob for a long time, and I could personally tell you, you are completely out of your mind. <laughs> this isn't me, Millions Dollar. It's been chewed, slightly torn, and kissed with coral blue semi gloss Actually, it's coral blue. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, can you guys pick? As we wrap up, can you guys pick a favorite episode? Is it even possible? I mean, I, there's just so much. Chocolate? <laughs> oh, chocolate nuts. Chocolate Great one. choice. I don't know if I'm able to pick a specific one, but I Rock Bottom, I think it's called. Rock Bottom's amazing. <laughs> I am 329th in line, and nobody's going to stop <laughs> Thank me. Thanks. You. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, other than... Uh, again, we... Everything you listed, you both of you, I love. Especially Band Geeks, Pizza Delivery, Chocolate Wood Nuts. I will say, I think my favorite that we didn't list, Nasty Patty, when, when they kill the Elton That is amazing. And I, and Rockabye Bye Valve, which is when SpongeBob and Patrick become parents. I think those two are absolutely incredible. I'm literally just laughing thinking about them. We're thinking about SpongeBob, so you have every right to laugh all you think. <laughs> this is the things I get for working overtime. <laughs> overtime? Oh my goodness. The anti sea bear circle. <laughs> Good thing we bought our sea, uh, sea rhinoceros undergarments. Here's a fun fact I'm on Wikipedia right now, and you guys should hear this. The camping episode, which we just referenced, was storyboarded by Dan Povenmire. The co-creator of Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, yeah, he worked on uh, really? Family Guy and SpongeBob before he he made really? uh, Phineas and Ferb. So that's just a fun fact for you. <laughs> I didn't, I knew he did work, but I didn't know what episode specifically. That's pretty funny. Now here's a question that I'm sure some of you are probably wondering: When do you think SpongeBob's going to end? Well, as they are pumping out some spinoffs and new movies and stuff, I feel like it's going to end. I have a sinking, upset feeling that it'll kind of be like a. A random ending like like fairly odd parents almost where it's just like okay it's kind of over now whatever and then there's like three other shows that you can watch like a patrick spinoff or a squidward spinoff or freaking what's the new one called camp carl with all kids like you watch one of those or alternatively those all bomb and they just keep spongebob going i really don't know how it's gonna end i mean for fairly odd parents on yeah that yeah. show was on life support so <laughs> so it didn't know how to end but this is SpongeBob SquarePants we're talking about. So Nickelodeon has to come up with something fan-fucking-tastic yeah. if they're going to end it. Yeah, it, it, honestly. And now it's like in almost a new golden age. Kids all over the place are watching it again. And apparently, like I said, I hear it's it's actually kind of decent again. So I uh, I don't know. It, it, it really doesn't seem like they have any plans to end it. It might become the new Simpsons when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, the Simpsons is still going. And at this rate, it doesn't look like SpongeBob's going to be yeah. ending anytime soon. There was one what? iconic episode that I just realized we'd never mentioned. The Sailor Mouth episode. Oh, Sailor Mouth? Yes. <laughs> We're literally not <laughs> explicit words. Those yeah. aren't explicit words. Those are <laughs> sentence enhancers. Crabs is yes. a... Yes. Isn't that the big sweaty guy you work for? Somebody went out of their ways to make a homemade oh Eels and Escalators board game. Oh it's amazing. available on really? eBay, apparently. But here's one someone didn't finish. Squidward smells good. God, if this show ever ends, mm. society won't be the same. Ooh. 
Oh, yeah. You know who I just forgot about? <laughs> oh, Doodle Bob. Yeah, Frank The episode and Doodle. was called Frank and Doodle or something. <laughs> you Doodle, me SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just stay down here where it's safe? No, I created this monster, so I have to stop him. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Where's... You okay, Patrick? Fernland! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Bubble Buddy was an amazing episode. (laughs) My friend's in there. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah, Bubble Buddy was the best. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. Two hours is long (laughs) enough. He poisoned our water supply, burned our cups, and set fire to our houses. He did? No. (laughs) Are we just going to sit around and wait until he does? No. Never forget though that uh <laughs> he was <laughs> he made me experience my time. Oh. <laughs> he freaking killed that guy. He let I him. I can't die. believe he killed a fish. And the fact that he, yep. he's conscious. He watched that dude it. die. He just watched him. <laughs> <laughs> dark oh episode. my goodness, that's a great episode. <laughs> Yeah. I Amazing. honestly need to just sit down and rewatch that show, like the first four seasons. Because, man, there's nothing better. <laughs> One, you stole me dying. <laughs> Two, you stole me dying. Here's some Dude, soup. I made it dying. special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those losers who lays in battle, man. SpongeBob, the remote's broken. Well, why don't we find someone whose job it is to fix it? And why aren't you in uniform? (laughs) (laughs) There's so much to love about that show. Oh, listeners, I apologize if you're just like, man, these guys just can't stop laughing. But it's just, you know what? This was just such a central part to so many of our childhoods, man. You, oh gosh, hopefully you feel the same. It's almost impossible to end SpongeBob when, mm-hmm. like, you know, the audience keeps mm-hmm. growing. They're, they're gonna have yeah. to end it on such a good note. Oh, yeah. Like, the build up in ages. And it's relevant with memes in today's, like, culture and society. Yeah, I know. Uh, I guess it's not a culture. I mean, you know what I mean? It can be a culture if it wanted to. It really could. That's a large enough thing, basically. <laughs> yeah, but let us know in the Discord server. What are your fond memories with SpongeBob? What are your favorite episodes? What are your favorite characters? And how do you think it should end? Yeah, and, and let us know your favorite characters, episodes, all that good stuff. Even just write your favorite line in the Discord, and I promise you I'll probably end up laughing hysterically at it. Uh, thank you so much to everybody listening. We are uh, so happy that we get to speak our favorite memories. And, and remember, guys, every villain is Lemon. <laughs>